God's Youth by Lewis Untermeyer, read for LibriVox.org by Eva Davis. God's Youth I often wish that I had been alive ere God grew old, before his eyes were tired of the eternal circlings of the sun, of the perpetual springs, the weary years forever marching on an unknown quest, the yawning seasons pacing to and fro like stolid sentinels to guard the earth. I wish that I had been alive when he was still delighted with each casual thing his mind could fashion, when his soul first thrilled with childlike pleasure at the blooming sun, when the first dawn met his enraptured eyes, and the first prayers of men stirred in his heart. With what a glow of pride he heard the stars rush by him, singing as they bravely leaped into the unexplored and endless skies, bearing his beauty like a battle-cry. Or watched the light, obedient to his will, spring out of nothingness to answer him, hurling strange suns and planets in its joy, a fiery freedom from the lifeless dark. But more than all the splendid heavens he made, the elements new tamed, the harnessed worlds, in spite of these, it must have pleased him most to feel himself branch out, let go, dare all, give utterance to his vaguely formed desires, and loose a flood of fancies, wild and frank. Oh, those were noble times, those gay attempts, those vast and droll experiments that were made when God was young and blithe and whimsical, when from the infinite humor of his heart he made the elk with such extravagant horns, the grotesque monkey-folk, the angel-fish that make in the ocean's depths of visual heaven, the animals like plants, the plants like beasts, the loud inane hyena, and the great impossible giraffe whose silly head threatens the stars, his feet embracing earth. The paradox of the peacock, whose bright form is like a brilliant trumpet and his voice a strident squawk, a cackle and a joke. The ostrich, like a snake tied to a bird, all out of sense and drawing, wilder far than all the mad fantastic thoughts of men. The humpbacked camel, like a lump of clay, thumbed at for hours, and then thrown aside. The elephant with splendid useless tooth, and nose and arm and fingers all in one. The hippopotamus, absurd and bland, Oh, how God must have laughed when first he saw these great jests breathe and love and walk about, and how the heavens must have echoed him. For greater than his beauty or his wrath was God's vast mirth before his back was bent with time and all the troubling universe, ere he grew dull and weary with creating. Oh, to have been alive and heard that laugh thrilling the stars, convulsing all the earth, while meteors flashed from out his sparkling eyes, and even the eternal placid night forgot to lift reproving fingers, smiled and joined, indulgent in the merriment, and how they sang, and how the hours flew when God was young and blithe and whimsical. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.